got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello and welcome to Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I'm Sally. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. Uh, we're talking about the Widower arc. Um, so we'll just jump into the summaries. Season 13 begins exactly where we left off, with Sam and Dean left to pick up the pieces after the loss of their mother, the demise of Crowley, and the heartbreaking death of Castiel. The birth of Jack leaves the Winchester brothers with differing opinions on how to deal with a Nephilim. After being dragged into the breach, Mary must learn to survive Lucifer and an apocalyptic world. Uh, then we have Patience. When her friend is murdered by a wraith with a taste for psychics, Missouri enlists the help of Dean and Jody to protect her granddaughter Patience, who has no idea she shares her mother's trait and could be on, next on the race hit list. Meanwhile, Sam continues to work with Jack on, how to, on learning how to control his powers. And then finally, the big empty. When multiple patients of grief, grief counselor Mia Valens turn up dead, Sam, Dean, and Jack investigate the, murder, the mystery surrounding the murders and each inadvertently are forced to deal with unresolved grief of their own. Yes. So, that's a lot. That's a lot to talk about. Yeah. We're going to do it. <laughs> yes, we are. We are doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. Um, I found it interesting that the uh, opening on the road thing for Lost and Found uh, ended unlike this season 12 finale on Dean and Cass instead of Jack and Sam. Oh. Yeah. I also... That's really good. Also that they <laughs> used uh, Metallica, because this is the first time they've used Metallica on the show. Is and it really? Apparently, yes. Uh, and that the lyrics feel very Destiel. <laughs> Um, yes, <laughs> the, the song "Nothing Else Matters." Yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm thinking that maybe ending it with Dean and Cass was kind of foreshadowing. I really love how this episode is edited together. That we skip like this big thing and then come back yes. to it later. Uh, so yeah, maybe yeah. Um, it just like not really spoken about until we get to like the last third of the episode even though it's yeah. always there like in the air um mm -hmm. yeah um let's just talk about it i love jack <laughs> i know i know he is truly cass's son yeah <laughs> he really is <laughs> these episodes are I like nougat <laughs> yeah these episodes are so hard to watch now again because I absolutely adore Jack but I have to come to terms with 
not liking Dean in this episode because mm-hmm. Dean mm-hmm. is not likable in this episode. <laughs> I mean, he does kind of have you know, an excuse, and we know why he why he's behaving in this way. But like, still, I don't know. Sometimes I think he's like a bit out of character. I don't know. Um, yeah. But Jack is adorable, and he's like <laughs> that scene when 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 they're at the police station, and the dude is asking him what he's high on or what he's on, yes. and he's like, "Well, I'm on a chair on the floor <laughs> on planet Earth." <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> he's adorable. He's so good. Uh, yeah. But also, I have to say that I love that they really try to like have this whole mystic thing, sur- have have it like surround Jack at the beginning because he always gi- gives us this smile at the beginning, and there are not a lot of words that are spoken, uh, and like we are supposed to be intimidated and kind of scared of him because you never know what type of smile this is. But then he turns out he's just a giant sweetheart. But at the beginning, he <laughs> is genuinely scary. There are like a couple of moments, and this whole especially with those eyes. Yeah, eyes mm-hmm. glowing. Oh, and I just made the connection that the opening card for this this season is Jack's eye. <laughs> you just made that connection. I I love I love being late bloomer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, amazing yeah i realized there's i think there's a shot at the beginning where he well and at the end of season 12 where he's kind of covering his face and he looks like that painting the fallen angel by cabanel yeah like he looks like every painting of lucifer but he has those super intense eyes so it's like yeah the casting the casting actually looking like misha's son and (laughs) All paintings yeah. of Lucifer at the same time, and being yeah. adorable. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, and we ha- still looking like Kelly too. I'm still looking like yeah, Kelly. Like, yeah, amazing. Uh, I re- I remember I remember when I when I when I basically had like read all all these things about supernatural beforehand before like actually watching the show and then this whole thing being that like Jack was actually uh, Jack was Lucifer's son, but like he was actually um Cass's son and uh I remember when I got to that scene when where uh Sam and Jack are in uh I mean in jail in the in the cell and uh there is this whole conversation uh that Jack Jack says that he has to find his father and then Sam obviously assumes that it's about Lucifer and it's like hey, you don't want to find him your father is not a good guy or whatever and uh, or like uses the name Lucifer, and then Jack is like, Lucifer is not my father. I mean Castiel. And I I remember I I remember like watching that for the first time, and like not being able to actually believe that that they it really happened like on the screen in terms of like I just had assumed that it was like an implied thing or like a fanon thing or something but like this was like illegitimate you know this whole I mean he <laughs> said it <laughs> and I was I was so overjoyed about it I mean it's yeah it is great I love I the only thing I have with this episode is like 
I wish that I feel like that never gets communicated to Dean. I mean, Sam is yeah, there yeah. for that, but like Dean actually never hears uh, about how how Jack views Cass, and then yeah. 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 I feel like if he said that uh, when Dean was in the room, some things would have changed in how Dean treats Jack. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. then it also feels like when Jack says, uh, uh, I might be skipping ahead to the next one, but when he says, Dean can't even look at me, it's like, yeah, because you look like Cass. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too, yeah. Well- and to add on to that uh, conversation that Jack and Sam have, um, I I love that Jack says, uh, that's why I chose him to be my father. Yeah. yeah. Like, the ultimate show about chosen family. Yes. Yeah. And, and we're saying it straight up right here yeah yeah but i just i i I love the acting in this episode and alex does an incredible job in like when because like after all all this when he just looks at sam and he's like where is he when he's asking for to know where Cass is and his face is just like you really believe that he was born three hours ago? It's just, he's just literally a yeah. kid just asking for his parent. It's, yeah, it's heartbreaking and adorable. And then obviously, yes, yeah, Sam has to tell him that um, Cass is dead. Which always, it's so funny to me because I'm just like, um, I have all this in my head, all these parallels between Cass and Mary, Mary not in as in Dean's mom, Mary, but Mary, the mother of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And like, I don't know, this whole, uh, you know, Cass being a parent and then Mary being a parent and them both having visions about this divine child. I don't know, it's just like... And none of them technically given birth, you know, but like or having or having any intercourse prior to acquiring it's you know like it is. And yeah. I know. Also they had the perfect opportunity uh for Jack to be a kid at the end of the series because he said the world was too dangerous i couldn't be a baby or a child i had to be grown up yeah like i completely forgot that they included that it's like oh well you left yourself a perfect window here but i also know why why he couldn't have been a baby from like writer's point of view because if they had made jack a baby at this point there there is no way no way that Dean no 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 that Dean would have treated him like that. Like Dean oh, would have no, been like too. this is a that baby icon, I have to be nice to him. Just feed him <laughs> and clothe him and bathe him and you know just like take care of him. Uh, yep. yeah. Yep. It hurts. Um I love the exchange between the angel who was pretending to be drunk at the restaurant um (laughs) and dean 
she, she says that Jack can do uh, pretty much anything powers yeah. wise and yeah. Dean kind of pauses and he's like anything and she's like almost anything Castiel he's dead all the way dead because of you yeah man yeah and just how he completely blanks and like retreats into his mind in the middle of a fight so that she's able to get the upper hand on him when yeah. have we ever seen Dean like blank out during a fight just because of what someone said? Yeah. Yeah. Blank. My man's compromised big time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, should we talk about uh, the scene? Uh, the scene? Oh, yeah, I uh, don't know. <laughs> Let's just yes. get it. <laughs> um, no, we have to talk about it. No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Dean walks behind the restaurant, makes sure he's alone, and he's standing by the men's bathroom door. Um, and he says, Okay, Chuck. Or God, or whatever. I need your help. See, you, you left us. You left us. You went off. You said, you said the earth would be fine because it had me and it had Sam. But it's not, and we're not. We've lost everything. And now you're going to bring him back. Okay? You're going to bring back Cass. You're going to bring back Mom. You're going to bring them all back. All of them. Even Crowley. Because after everything that you've done, you owe us, you son of a bitch. So you get your ass down here and you make this right. Right here and right now. And he kind of waits for an answer. And he doesn't get one. So he... The, the transcript says he proceeds to destroy an innocent sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he just says, please, please help us. Yeah. So a couple things here. The fact that when he first brings up Cass, he doesn't even name him. Yeah. He just... Yeah. He knows that Chuck knows who he's talking about. Yep. Um, and also big win for Drowley shippers. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would say I had forgotten that he mentions Crowley and I love that he does. Um it's yeah, it is yeah. really yeah. Yeah. Uh not to not to <laughs> Not to mention Brokeback Mountain again, but there is exactly a scene in there when one of them learns that the other has died, I believe, and they are going this full rampage, kind of like Dean does, mm -hmm. and just like trash around. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Angley also... has seen Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, also, remember when Dean said he wasn't the praying type? 
Yeah. 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 Well, that he... He goes back there, and he looks around to make sure that he's not seen. And this isn't a big building, so when he starts hitting the wall, like, he's not trying to hide this anymore. Yeah. And it, and it just breaks me. And also that he starts with, I need your help, instead of yeah. saying, we. Yeah. Like he normally does. Yeah. And that he says, we've lost everything, and now you're gonna bring him back. Because yeah. Cass is everything. Cass is everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Along, those, along those same lines when he's like, you said that the world would be okay. Because the world's not okay if Cass isn't in it. Yeah. Ugh. And yeah. like... Yeah. I know that that prop sign is a prop that's meant to break so that it doesn't actually hurt his hand, but the fact that it just gets shattered immediately on the first punch <laughs> within well, the story just feels like, yeah, yeah. it's so, so intense. I, yeah, yeah I, I just love this scene. I just, you know, I'm a big fan of Jensen doing acting in general. <laughs> but like, one th thing that I noticed here is that like, Throughout the entire scene, his eyes are closed. And I thought it was so wonderful that he could still, like, communicate all these emotions, even though, like, obviously the one of the important, you know, like, features of a face and eyes that are very important in, like, portraying anything. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, like, are totally out of equation, equation at this point. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then he has... He has his eyes closed and his head down looking at the ground most of the time. And then when he looks up to the sky and says, please, and he's so broken, just like, oh, yeah. A plus yeah. acting. Yeah. yeah. And then so. just like when uh, the way this is ed edited, we only get to see the scene once uh, they are already at the cabin and they're about to burn Cass's and Callie's bodies. Uh, and like, just before we go into the flashback, into this one, uh, Sam says that maybe they could do something. Maybe they shouldn't burn Cass's body because who knows what happens. And then Dean is like, you don't think I... Or, or maybe uh, Sam says they could like maybe get Chuck on this or something, I think. And then yeah. uh, the, the, the yeah. face Dean has in that moment and when he says that you, you don't think I have already tried that, he's like... Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things are like he's angry and he is just like so desperate and hurting so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the scene where he is. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Wrapping um, Cass. Yes, where he's wrapping Cass. Um, the music, oh my god, two notes in, and I was already crying. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, 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 I hate that when he lifts the whatever the cover and we see Cass just lying there so peacefully and so cute, mm -hmm. and then he just, he, he can't, he can't even just like look at him and he's just like looking yeah. up in a way, he just, yeah, 
pain yeah, yeah. and misery. yeah and there's there's a moment where he has to stop and just take a moment because it the emotion is just too much yeah. and the reality is too much yeah and he looks at he's looking at where Cass's face would be if it wasn't covered by this sheet and he looks for like a long time in you know supernatural pacing and yeah. like that's the only way he can look at him he can't look at his actual face for that long or he'll really lose yeah. it I just oh my god this yeah. whole scene but this is like the way that he actually never talks to Cass like not here not when they are burning him like he doesn't really say anything and I know I mean other shows probably would have made like huge speeches and monologues. like some monologues yeah. in this but like it is so much louder this way for some reason it just like I don't know uh, yeah and it's totally in char character obviously yeah. um yeah well, like, yeah, you, it, I feel like it's one of those things where if you talk, everything just slips away. Like, when you're so upset that if you try to talk, you immediately burst into tears. That's what it feels like, where Dean is, yeah. like, just holding on to that last mask as hard as possible. So he's like, I'm just not going to say yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is, like, we only get to see, like tiny parts of it but like this is a whole ritual okay like he went out to get uh get some wood to burn mm -hmm. to to build the pyre and we assume that he built the pyre because there is also another body in the house and uh it like i assume and it looks like that jack and sam took care of uh kelly's body while dean took care of cass's body and we the fact that we never see Jack come into the room where Cass's body is resting or Sam come yeah. there. It's just like, it's the, yeah. it's like Dean and Cass's space. I mean, it's just them there, you know, like, I don't know. It's just weird, yeah. especially when, when, when we know that uh, Jack views uh, Cass as his dad. It's, yeah. uh, it is weird that we never see him uh, with the body, but in but also like kind of makes sense in terms of if you assume that Jeff, you know, yeah. Dean and Cass yeah. had a thing going on, blah, blah. Well, the whole, the whole time Sam is really treating Dean with like, he's walking on eggshells around Dean because he knows yeah. what's up. Like he's trying to be the supportive brother and he's also like, he knows what's that there's yeah. this deeper thing and so uh, i wonder too if like maybe jack did get to see cass's face but sam like kept yeah. him away pretty quickly we just didn't see that that's how i would feel because sam definitely feels yeah. like the third wheel in this situation between the three of them yeah, yeah. and then we have to talk just for a brief second about the faces that everyone is making during the pyre uh jack just looks confused uh sam's sort of like man that's a hot fire and <laughs> dean... <laughs> that's really true <laughs> um, 
Um, and then Dean, I'm going to quote a musical theater moment here, uh, is in agony. <laughs> That's what was stuck in my head watching this. It's absolutely into the woods agony. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He's just completely broken. Like, his arm, his shoulders are slumped down. His face, like his mouth, is sort of open. Like he looks like he's dead and just propped up. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of is. Like I feel like he's been doing everything on autopilot this whole episode. You know, like yeah. he's not yeah. really. I know. Yeah, he's completely compartmentalized until this moment. Like earlier in the car. Yeah. And they're trying to find Jack. He's like shutting Sam down. He like can't even say that Cass is dead. He's just like just completely walls built up until yeah. the end of this episode. Yeah. Patience. Patience. Um first thing I wanna say is oh honey. I'm sorry for your losses. Ugh. Yeah. The first half of this recap of this episode is just Dean and Cass again on the beach and all of the shots of just them. But yeah, Missouri super knows because she's a psycho. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. And also it parallels her other episode where she says basically the same thing to Sam about Jess. Oh my God. Good catch. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Didn't think about that. Also just that Dean has so many moms. It's just so nice. And he's he's also a mom to so many. So it's just like. He's a mom to so many. When he's like, I don't know who to hug first. <laughs> uh, and that Missouri, when they, not just her saying that, but then also when Jody asks him how he is and he says dandy, he and Missouri have like a knowing look yeah. after that too. Oh. Yep. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. I truly enjoy this episode. Um, Same. It's, uh, I love, I love when we get to meet young people who are either already in the life or are being dragged into the life. Um, and patience patience is such a great character um i love this is jumping ahead quite a bit but i love the scene where it seems like everything is going wrong and everyone's dying and it turns out that it's a vision yeah the way that's done is so good yeah I, I completely forgot about this episode. A new patient showed up at some point, but I completely forgot that she was Missouri's granddaughter. And uh, so 
and the whole thing with like a wraith eating psychics was just uh-huh. a really cool twist because we don't get to see wraiths very often so it was just yeah. like yay this is a cool monster of the week i do wish they didn't kill missouri because she's awesome <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. A- and it's kind of annoying to bring her back for just like yeah half an episode yep after after 12 years 12 years yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah ridiculous yeah uh, everybody listening, everybody listening to this, you should all go and read "End This Year Living Kiss" if you want more of Missouri mostly. <laughs> Though it okay. is an arrow, but it's an incredible thing. A-O-3? Where Dean, uh, L three, yeah. Uh, Dean is short summary. Dean is a published poet who writes under a pseudonym, so nobody knows that he writes poetry, and then. At the ripe age of, I don't know, he, he is an older guy already. He decides to go and study poetry at university, take poetry course. And his professor is Cass. Um, anyways, they are, they are yeah, comparable uh, ages, though. So <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Mr. is also a, a professor uh, at that uni or... Uh, teaching establishment. I don't know what what kind of college she goes to, but it's been a while since I read that. But it, it is one of the best written fics I have read. So nice. And this your living kiss. Okay, let's go. Um, this life hunting monsters. There's no joy in it. There's nothing but pain, horror, and death. So if you get a chance at normal you take it and once again i must get on my soapbox and talk about how dean needed to retire yeah yep yeah this is the true dean not whatever we ended up with this is this is me when i haven't eaten in a while (laughs) (laughs) there's death there is horror no joy <laughs> there's no joy <laughs> and uh, and we have Bobo to thank for this we have so. Bobo to thank for this episode we have Bobo to thank for everything <laughs> a lot of, lot more than this but uh, just like uh, to point out I feel like this yeah I agree this is the true Dean because he is so broken now that he can't even like keep up appearances anymore you know because he has this whole thing about having to be strong for others and he is so broken that he cannot be strong for anyone at this point so he just really says what he thinks and how he feels yeah Um, yeah. and then Jody brings up Claire into it and he's just reminded of like all these people's lives that have been damaged by this world and he's just like no Keep her innocent, please. Yeah. Uh, um, I love Sam using the whole demon blood situation to defend Jack. Yeah. yeah. It's nice I mean, to... it's the obvious choice, but like, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I just really like it when they actually, you know, 
remember previous seasons. <laughs> yeah. And knowledge that stuff has happened on this show yeah. before yeah. now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I love yeah. that he remembered that, but I also love that he was like, Dean and Cass helped me get through it. I'm like, yeah, Cass also called you an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> and he helped me get through it. You don't know how people react to that. He helped you get through it. No, yeah. Um, but it just, I don't know, it's just like, huh. it is so weird that Jack kind of from the get-go kind of views Dean as this father figure. I don't know why, but I mean, he just wants to be liked liked by him and he cares about his opinion way more than he cares about Sam's. I don't know. I'm just getting this vibe. Or maybe because Dean just it's doesn't like... It's because Dean exudes mom energy. Yeah. And even, even, and even though I really loved Sam in these episodes, not even though, like, I really loved Sam, I really remembered why I liked Sam as a character watching these episodes. Because sometimes he gets dull and I don't care about him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, happens, that's valid. Happens that's every valid. now and then. But even though he's, like, tries to be, you know, like, um, tries to support Jack through this, uh, I I genuinely only get like bigger brother, older brother vibes from him, and not really parental vibes. I don't know. It just yeah. No. Well, he's never had to be a parent. Yeah. So yeah. he definitely yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Um. <clears throat> but me, I can hardly look at the kid. Because when I do, all I see is everybody we've lost. And Sam says, Mom chose to take that shot at Lucifer. That is not on Jack. And Dean says, and what about Cass? Sam says, what about Cass? Dean says, he manipulated him. He made him promises. Said paradise on earth. And Cass bought it. And you know what that got him? It got him dead. Now, you might be able to forget about that, but I can't. And the look, the, the, when he says it got him dead, the pain and rage in his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole widower arc is a master class from Jensen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he will go on and say that I never played in like that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally the other day I was I was like uh, watching this compilation video of like Misha and uh, uh, Jensen talking about uh, the Cass's love confession, and Dean is like, "Yeah, this is the first time Dean Dean really, you know, like." realized or just like thought about it in that way and then about Cass's feelings and about his feelings and because I I just know this because I never played it you know romantic or etc I was like nope that is a liar nope. <laughs> you you might not have thought you did Big fat liar but what we always come back to is how do we know that Dean is in love with Cass because Sam isn't <laughs> yep 
Yeah. And the way that they acted things, and like obviously Dean has more of like a guilt complex about everything, but it's especially prominent when it comes to Cass. Any time that any time that Cass has died of any yeah. form, he is the one who carries it the most. And he cannot. The thing is, like, he cannot function at this point. Like, maybe when Cass used to die before, it wasn't that bad. But like, it in this season right now, in uh, beyond this season, he is just unable to function because, like, when Sam died before, I mean, I would say it is way worse than when Sam died before because at least he could just like go to Lisa or something and pretend to have like a chill life. And he is, like, beyond that now. And I feel like he's ru- kind of rushed decision to go ahead and burn uh, Cassie's body was, like, probably, like, his way of trying to get out of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was, like, kind of like a self-defense mechanism to, like, you know, get it over with. And maybe he would be fine. Or I don't know what he was thinking on if he was thinking at all. But obviously yeah. that didn't help anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. He he was going through the motions of like this is what happens when one of ours dies, we do this whole thing. And then he was probably like I'm yeah, what I'm feeling right now will go away if his if there's no hope of him coming back. I I can just compartmentalize this and then he's finding out that he totally cannot at all. Yeah. And it's just like this whole thing is just there is so much happening and kind of Jack and Dean should be on the same side because they both lost Cass. It was happened to them both. And honestly, they are both the closest people to Cass at this moment. And Mm -hmm. instead, you know, like Dean hates Jack because of his issues and because he blames him for, I don't know, manipulating Cass. And he probably, I think, like, he probably uh, thinks that Jack kind of took him away from Dean with his promises and with his visions and Dean wasn't able to protect him Mm -hmm. because of that. And that's why everything happened the way it happened. Yeah. Well, Uh, Jack inadvertently opened the door to Apocalypse world in the first place even though he he didn't mean to do that but uh yeah the big empty yes Uh, yes but i do have it turns out that there were two deleted scenes from patience oh okay Um, there were just two really short ones around the psychic shop so they cut when uh jody is with dean in the shop she comments on him saying dandy because she knows that obviously he's not fine (laughs) so she says dandy huh and he says cass is dead mom is dead and it just like reiterates that he always lists cass at the top of the list of people yep. that they've lost yeah and then they go on to talk about how sam is in denial but it was just a short little thing that was cut and then the second one is after they are leaving the psychic shop 
uh, Missouri tells Dean, your father, John, would would have been proud of the man you've become. And Dean smiles and then hugs Missouri and says, okay. <laughs> like, he just does not even, he's like, nope, not the time to bring up my father issues. Wow. Yeah. Just to um, add to the pain of this episode. Yeah. So I had a thought at the beginning of the Big Empty um, that what if, because because at the end of Patience, uh, we saw Cass wake up in the Empty. Um, so, uh, which obviously means that he's going to come back eventually. Um, but... I uh, wondered if they were trying to foreshadow uh, or, you know, fake foreshadow uh, (laughs) Cass returning with a deadly twist. Oh, like that he would go back. Yeah. Because, like, you know, these dead people are coming back and then killing their loved ones. Oh, and oh, you see what I'm trying to say? I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That is a nice. To try to like freak us out for a second, you know? Yeah. I well, wonder especially... if there's a thing for this. It's a nice like fan fiction pocket that you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, us now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, like maybe, maybe it would be the empty that came back instead of instead Cass. Of yeah, because mm-hmm. the empty didn't want to send Cass back. So, um, oh god, now yeah. I'm, now I'm, oh god, now I'm, now I'm thinking, uh, now I'm thinking about the X Files and when they have this one <laughs> shapeshifter, <laughs> and like, I feel like in the first. Eighth episode, eighth season or something. There is like one kiss between Mulder and Scully, and it's not even Mulder. It's like shapeshifter who looks like Mulder. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's their first kiss. I don't know about that. I think so. I mean, it's not even real, and they had one unreal kiss before that, I think. But anyways, and like it could have been like that. Like they, they could have been a kiss, and it's like empty. What the fuck? <laughs> <is it? laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to it in this episode, but the entity, or the shadow, or the empty, whatever name you want to call it, says some very interesting things to Cass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But first I want to uh, mention, as a Star Wars nerd, (laughs) watching Clone Wars, I do like Ahsoka. Kinda hate Anakin. And Sam's like, oh, that's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, man. And, uh, and Alex's puppy eyes are so effective. So I effective. Just, I just love him. I'm just like, I love Jack so much. And I just, this is why I don't get when people are like, yeah, Supernatural was only good the five, first five seasons. Have you met Jack? 
<laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's perfect for this role. Um, yeah. Also, can we talk about Angry Dean defaulting into John mode? Yeah. Yep. Same yep. pointing that out. Good yeah. on him. Yeah. And that, that they had that deleted scene with Missouri in the previous episode, and then he's acting like John, you know bossing Jack around, drinking out of his flask, generally being an asshole. Yeah. Ugh. And Sam I I, I wrote down, boy, you're messed up. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I loved uh, that right before we see Cass, it, the last thing uh, Dean says when he's explaining to Jack how stuff works, he says, what gets burned stays dead. And then we yeah. cut to cast and empty, and it was like, poetic yeah. cinema! <laughs> it is happening! I'm about to ruin this man's whole career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that we, I'm pretty sure this is the first time we get the classic Jack hello. Yeah. This little hello. I just wrote Jack is so cast. Yeah. Right? It's just delightful. Yeah, one one other thing. When he says that uh, he thought that lying was bad, again, parallel to Cass not understanding why they have to lie. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, and can we can we all agree that uh, after Cass goes to the empty the second time, um, we all know that Dean goes to see Mia. Mm, not really following. Like we fan fiction know, or did that <laughs> fan fiction? And we just yes. forgot. Okay, fan fiction know. <laughs> just like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Who is reason. Mia? <laughs> Mia's Mia. the grief counselor. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is this is the episode we talked about several episodes ago when we couldn't remember right. what this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yes, in my in my heart of hearts, definitely. That happened. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, does she then shape shift into Cass? Into Cass. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also yeah. no. <laughs> so, listeners, send us your fic recommendations for that one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, wow. Also, uh, and, then, and then we have Misha's empty voice i love it so much oil oh, rig accent people represent oh, it, was <laughs> it was so great it's, it's hilarious it's so good i just wonder if they were just like okay misha just do whatever you want <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> The way, the way he's, he says that he tried to choose an accent that wouldn't offend anyone. I mean, that man <laughs> needs help. <laughs> I mean, but he kind of managed that. So, yeah. Good on him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the line from the empty saying, I know who you love. There is nothing for you back there. Especially, it's very interesting because that is like one part of what empty says. And he says, I, I know what you hate. I know who you love. And I know what you fear. And it's very interesting that it, we have what two times, but the love goes with who. It's not, we know what, I know what you, yeah. what you love. It's I know who you love. Uh, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Who, how, what, did they choose this? Because Meredith, <laughs> Meredith Glenn wrote this. <laughs> Which we we don't talk about her super often, but like, if Maybe not Destiel, why Destiel shaped? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Because, like, if it's, if you think about it, like, who else could this mean? Like, the cast interacts with, like, two people. Yeah. Like, he, know? Knows, yeah. Like, he knows Kelly's dead. He hasn't met Jack. Yeah. Even though exactly. he's connected to Jack. But, like, do they mean love in brotherly platonic way (laughs) because because the empty wouldn't say it like that because he whispers i know who you love in a creepy threatening way also you you don't hide uh your brotherly platonic love like that you know yeah right yeah it's not nobody can use it to tease you you know because it's it's not a secret, anyways. Like, insane yeah. in the brain. I completely forgot that that conversation happened. So rewatching <laughs> it, I had to rewind it and be like, are you actually kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But also, it's, this whole thing, I love this line. Because it also implies that there are things Cass hates. Which is very interesting to me. Because, like, what would Cass hate i mean some stuff definitely but yeah (laughs) yeah i wasn't sure what that meant if it was like he hated being human or he hated being like torn between heaven and earth or but like we don't really know what Cass hates hates yeah it's like it's very interesting because i this is a word that i do not associate with Cass at all yeah Uh, yeah, I don't know. And also very interesting, uh, I know what you fear. So Cass's fears are fascinating to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I think they would be all related to his uh, past mishaps and uh, his regret. And there's like, there's a whole theme of regret going here, going on in here, because like the empty's main argument to put, put Cass back to sleep is that he wouldn't uh, have any regrets anymore. He would would be just asleep peacefully. Yeah. Uh, so we could deduce from that that he ha- does have a lot of regrets at the moment. Um, yeah. I just yeah. feel like I just feel like this whole show glossed a lot over Cassie's trauma of yeah in relation to like his family and him having to have killed like half of them at least. Mm-hmm, and then yeah. being cast out and uh yeah i feel like the there there's this that moment when 
when Cass admits that he's suicidal back in, I don't know, season eight, seven, I don't know which season it was, when he's sitting uh, at and going through, when he says that Dean's father had a beautiful handwriting. <laughs> that is this oh, scene. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when he's on the bed. And, um, and uh, because I just brought that scene up, uh it uh, we didn't really really aren't really discussing it but we skipped one episode here uh the episode uh 1302 i believe yeah. Or was, yeah and there is a scene when when jack is kind of not kind of jack is trying to kill himself like he repeatedly stabs he, himself in the chest with a knife uh oh, and yeah. and dean finds him and honestly it's like one of one of these scenes that fucked me up big time watching this show like in all of like 15 seasons and like i feel like that's another way how jack and Cass are processing stuff similarly uh there are times when they both are suicidal and then there are times when uh, in this episode jack also like teleports because he cannot um because uh dean is angry with him and then i think i've mentioned this before when Cass says in one of the episodes that he hates conflict and like disappears uh so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Yep. And another thing in this episode, which I love, uh, is that uh, Jack tries to emulate uh, Dean, which which kind of annoys Dean in terms of like, he just does everything this, the way this, uh, Dean does, like eating, uh, drinking beer, etc, etc. Uh, like this kid is really looking for like parental guidance and Dean is really not giving it to him. <laughs> It yeah. just breaks my heart. Though he does, uh, at the end of the episode, say, yeah. you did good today, Jack. And Jack has this little smile that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate seeing Dean be a dick to a kid, but it does give him room to grow towards really caring about jack yeah so then we can destroy it again later yeah later seasons but yeah eh, we'll get there yeah can we also um going back to the empty quick um when Cass refuses to go back to sleep and he says i'm already saved call back to lazarus rising are you shitting me right now Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Much to think about. <laughs> Much to think about. Uh, uh, I just like. <laughs> no, that's like every, anytime we are talking about empty, and then I remember how the show ended. I'm like, they should have done it at least for like narrative parallel, you know? <laughs> that we should have yes. seen Dean. Uh, rescue cast from the empty. It just, it yeah. just mm-hmm. like the, it, it is asking. The show is asking for it. Like it, it, it is like literally almost full circle. And yeah, yeah. Damn it! Like all of the art that has come out of this of like a door or a portal opening in this sea of darkness or a lamp 
in the sea of darkness that like just aesthetically and narratively could have just been so cool and yeah nope we we can't have that yeah but also like especially that they could kind of have done two things in like one two in one like if jack had to i'm just keep thinking about this if jack had to like somehow get rid of his power to become a kid again and that power could kind of have served to i don't know open portal to empty or just like get cast out of there and then in the process you will turn into a kid i don't know seems logical to me personally (laughs) (laughs) yes agreed i have one more thing from dean okay because it's gonna come up again next episode i'm pretty sure uh right now i don't believe in a damn thing mm-hmm. yeah also call back to season four when he said i wish i couldn't feel a damn thing yes oh, yeah pain yeah hey but like yeah uh yeah I feel like I feel also like maybe Cass is like Dean's uh I don't know. Like I know he, the thing is that he hasn't really been without Cass a lot since he came back from hell, right? Yeah. Uh uh, the last time was when Cass was in Purgatory, right? In season 8? Yeah, and, and anytime, anytime he Cass goes somewhere, Dean just, his first instinct is just to go and look for him. Except when he became human, and we all agree that that was a shit decision from writers, too. <laughs> and we elect to ignore it because, yeah. Yes. Uh, but I feel like he casts like this comfort thing for Dean after hell, and he is just like you know, not yeah, I don't know, probably not trusting himself to function without him, or I don't know, it just like feels weird probably at this point. I don't know. Yeah. Apart from everything else. Uh, yeah. 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 And then Cass is back and is feeling the sun on his face and just looks at peace and yeah it's beautiful it's so beautiful i want somebody to do like a impressionist or like pre-raphaelite painting of that shot of him in this field with like wild raspberries and stuff i feel i feel those that those kind of like little things is is what makes me love Cass so much like he is this eternal being but like he's so appreciative of little things like yeah like feeling sun on his face and just like being surrounded by blackberry bushes or whatever it's just like he's like genuinely happy to be here even after I don't know how many millennia and just like just love him so much mm-hmm. and yeah. he... also oh go ahead yeah no, 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 he is the character. This is all I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, yes. He is the character. And what makes it even better for me from a costume standpoint is his costume changes back to what he was closer to his original 
uh, like season four and five. I didn't notice that. Costume. So it's like, so does instead he have of the old tie back, he yet? I don't think he has the tie, but it's a longer trench coat, and then he has a solid blue tie instead of a striped tie. Okay, yeah. I like the solid blue tie. Yep. Same. Yeah. I just solid like Cass. I don't yeah. care what he's rested. <laughs> it's just like... yeah. <laughs> it just it just always stuck in my craw that they changed his outfit when he was human. Like that they changed he had to get rid of his original trench coat and stuff. And then yeah. when he got it back, when he got his grace back, it was like this shorter coat and it just always bothered me. Yeah. But that's a yeah. me problem. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, so next episode, Cass is back. Um, we're doing, uh, 1305 Advanced Thanatology and 1306 Tombstone. One of oh, yeah. everyone's favorites. So the episodes of all time. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, It'll be a good time. And in the meantime, this has been Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I'm Sally. And I'm Kate. Our sound editing is by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, Hellers. Let me cry